loving-kindness, metta. There's quite a um, variety of experience of um, people in this room with metta, our loving-kindness, So over the course of the retreat, we're going to be offering, hopefully, um, not only the loving-kindness and different ways we can practice it, but also uh, the rest of what's called the four Brahma-viharas. So the Buddha taught four um, divine abodes or ideal homes. So the first is loving-kindness, the second is compassion, the third, empathetic joy, and the fourth, equanimity. So I'm not going to go into all that today. Um, But I think I have to paint a little bit of a picture of what loving-kindness is. It's... um, Basically, our English word, love, um, it means love, but a very particular kind of love. It's love infused with wisdom. So it's, it's, a, it's love without conditions. And the best example I can give is an example the Buddha gave of um, the experience of a mother cow when she looks at her newborn calf. I think it's great that the Buddha used a cow, not a human, as an example. Um, And... Sometimes it's good to go hang out with a cow for a while to get a sense of why he might have picked a a cow. And if we can just imagine that what he was offering was that we can learn to relate to ourselves like that. We relate to ourselves with that. With a newborn, you know the newborn is going to face all the vicissitudes of life. Of course, we know that, and yet we have that natural wish that we wish they would be safe and protected. We want to protect as best we can, knowing we can't totally. But it's that unconditional wish for as best well-being we could possibly wish. Again, knowing we can't control it, This is very deep. It's not a surface understanding. Um, And so when we do the loving-kindness practice, we tend to, of course, um, stir up the opposite, which is anger, aversion. Or we tend to run up against the experience that seems so much like it but isn't which is um, sentimentality, 
nostalgia, romantic love, attached love. And when we hear these, really be careful of thinking that means that they're bad or wrong or not okay. So in the Vipassana, you're learning how to relate to anger just like you would happiness. You relate, we learn to relate to them equally. In the loving-kindness practice, it's a very different practice. You're learning how to tune in to this innate, um, at least the innate felt presence of any being, yourself or another being, a chipmunk, a deer, a human, a bird, a child, However it is, you're tuning in, and sometimes you're tuning into their innate goodness. Some of these words, I'll say the word goodness, and it just will bounce off some people, right? It's like, we have to be careful. If that word doesn't work for you, just drop it. Um, Sometimes it's just this, uh, you might call it a pure connection, without conditions. I am moving more in the direction of trying to teach it more world, wordlessly, but to um, try to bring it in the first day of doing the metta with everyone. I'm going to have to offer a bunch of different styles. And um, the idea, if you're new to this, is um, to experiment and see which styles suit you. If you find that you really hate metta, (laughs) you don't always have to come to the sitting. And that's fine. That's bona fide fine. And um, we are going to move in the direction of less instruction, but it does require some instruction. So I guess that's the last thing I would say. Some people tend to really, really take to doing this in a way that uses um, phrases or words and images. And some people don't take to that at all. Some people take to it being very quiet. No words or very few words. So, so again, it's, it's getting to know yourself, and mostly I find we all tend to sometimes need the words and sometimes not. So it's usually helpful to begin this practice um, if you're in a lot of physical pain, you know, shift. <laughs> And if you need to shift once in a while during this practice, it's um, considered better to not be in agony while you're trying to do metta. (laughs) And it's also something where if you actually do tune into the metta, you're meant to hold on to it, not... You're meant to really get absorbed into it. 
You're not, you don't have to kind of observe it and notice it disappear. It will disappear, but you're meant to kind of do the opposite as Vipassana with it. So one brings to mind, um, at the beginning you just call it in. In whatever way you're understanding, it's just calling in the loving kindness. And in its purity, trusting yourself to know that you know what it is. And seeing what happens. And sometimes, again, it can be quiet, care, tenderness, kindness. Or finding connection. And then you bring to heart, mind, the easiest being you can find that you love. As close as you can find to unconditional. And this could be a child, a peer, an elder, someone you don't know. It could be the sky, a pond, a fountain in a mall. a stone. A dog you had as a kid, kitty. It's just something that you find some connection with that you can feel. And you can have a sense of the felt sense of this being or place. You can sometimes have the sense that that being or place is right in front of you or beside you. The felt sense or the image or both. 
And sometimes it's enough, this just this quiet being with, quiet abiding with. If the mind wanders, you just bring it back to that felt, quiet, presence, the connection. You get in touch with the words, you get in touch with your deepest wishes for this place or being. You can repeat a few of the phrases that are offered traditionally. One phrase several phrases, very slow or fast. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be strong and healthy. May you experience ease of well-being. Easy, the easy being or place is meant to be the anchor. The anchor for the metta. Take your time for a while, just Experiment with one phrase, several, none. But come back to that felt sense image.
may you be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May you be happy and peaceful of mind. Strong and healthy of body. May you experience ease of well-being while living on this earth. And if you taste a connection with this easy being or place, then see what happens if you try to feel the same connection for yourself. So just take some time to go back and forth as quickly or slowly. as you wish. And if you can't find yourself, you can put your hand on your heart center if you feel comfortable. Or you can just touch one hand with your other hand. It's just finding that connection. With yourself. same process, you get in touch with the felt sense of yourself. That newborn 
felt sense. And or image as a child or any time in your lifetime or in the present. Wherever you can find yourself. Try going back and forth a bit. If it's a tree, a river, a human being, an animal. And you can see there's that quiet abiding with, with felt presence and our image. And then you can bring in words sometimes or not. One phrase, slow, fast. be happy just as I am. May I be peaceful with whatever is happening. May I love myself completely.
And then you can start to experiment with seeing are you receiving or sending or quietly abiding with it uh, doesn't matter it's just starting to see what's easiest for you you can do this with your easy being first or yourself just start noticing are you receiving the metta kindness care are you sending both or none or again that sense there's no giver or receiver just being with And if your easy being isn't, you're not connecting, choose another one. And then with that perspective of getting in touch with the meaning of the phrases, if you've lost that, with the easy being or place, just see with the phrases if you have a sense of sending, receiving, or being with when you say a phrase with your easy being or phrases.
may you be safe and protected. Be and peaceful. Strong and healthy. ease of well-being. And then with yourself, again, to bring the phrase in, see if you can get that felt sense of the meaning, and let it sink in. Receiving. Or sending.
And if you want, you don't have to, you can stop anywhere, but if you want to see what it would be like to see if you can let it kind of sink into your body. You can just see your body as an empty glass. If you have an empty glass and keep filling it with water, it will eventually overflow. Same with the metta. So you can have that sense of kind of filling up your hands like you would an empty glass with water, but letting the connecting or kindness, care, just letting it kind of seep in your cells like dry sand on an empty beach. If you put water, pour water on the dry sand, it just starts going around all the grains. You don't have to make it go into the grains of sand. You just let it seep in where it can. Kind of anywhere in your body, just see if it'll seep in a little. No forcing. If you're system wants you to stay around your body, the space around your body, or in your heart center, that's fine. If you hit a block, just go to the easy being.
And if you can and want to, you sort of open up that energy field of loving kindness around you to the people sitting on your left and right. Tuning into the felt sense of your neighbors. Wishing them well without conditions. There's a phrase that can be very helpful with our neighbors. Just as I want to be happy, so may you be happy. Just as I want to be peaceful, so may you be peaceful. Just as I want to be free from suffering, so may you be free from suffering. And then with all of us in the room, seen and unseen. Around us, opening up again that meta field of awareness. All the beings in the earth, in the air, in the water that we share, this part of the universe with all the beings, seen and unseen, 
without conditions. May our hearts abide in loving-kindness for all beings everywhere. Just, um, there's so many things that can be said about metta, but even if we just get that there's an anchor in the metta practice, just like in the Vipassana practice, and it's meant to be the easiest place or being you can find. So it's a form of metta to pick the easiest. very important. And the other is, for some people, all beings are easiest. Like the most impersonal, broadest possible, infinite amount. That's their anchor. So when you bring up a person, they can't, they don't feel anything. So just just to know that we try to offer a variety of ways of doing this and un- ways of understanding it because it actually works that differently for all of us. Some people, the words are so grating and so painful, and other people, they work. And again, for most of us, it's a mix, but there is the extreme of. Some people do phrases all day, and for the other type, it makes them cry. (laughs) So, you know, it's just to know that you have to experiment enough and to feel permission enough to find um, 
your way with it. So it's um, question and optional, optional question and answer. So if you want to stay um, quiet, please um, feel free to leave. And we ask you to leave, make a decision not to dribble out, so that because that can be di- <laughs> distracting. So you're welcome to leave. 